When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go back and talk some more footy now. Uh, SEN host and Channel 10 reporter Jaleesa Apps is on the line. Who was at the press conference yesterday at the Seagulls where Anthony Seabold and Tom Trebojevic were out in front of the media? Good morning, J.A. What was your take from that? Obviously, Seabs was in defence of Tommy Turbo and Tommy Turbo appears ready to go from round one. Yeah, well, uh, well, first of all, I was just so um, surprised at the kind of confidence that Tommy Turbo has come back in, even with um, just talking to the media yesterday. He just seemed really sure of himself and um, really, uh, I don't know, he just had this newfound confidence. I mean, he's never been like shy with the media, but he's never been a huge talker but he was just really relaxed and I think that seemed to be a lot of what they worked on um, overseas. It's so funny though because it's so hard to nail down exactly what Bill Knowles does. (laughs) Like I'm sure he's (laughs) very accomplished and I'm sure he knows what he's doing but when you're like okay so but what does he do and the words that were being used were like oh well he you know uh, teaches you how to um sort of command I think command the ground was what he was saying or or own the ground but that's what he was saying and I was like what does that mean (laughs) what does this mean but don't you reckon obviously we've all seen them don't don't you reckon sorry don't you reckon don't you reckon that Bill Knowles says to them okay when you go back don't whatever you do don't give away my secrets otherwise Everyone here will be doing it. I mean, I'll put my hand up to be the to be the hamstring whisperer. So I reckon there's a little bit of, hey, this is confidential information. So whatever you do when you go back, kind of tell them where you're at, but don't tell them what I do. Yeah, of course. And like even in the videos that we were getting, like it was all really awesome to see those rehab videos that we were getting uh, while he was over there um, that the Seagulls were releasing. But if you looked at that, it just looked like anything else that you saw every other day when you're hanging around a footy club. So obviously we're not going to film the, the bits that are really crucial. But I guess it, it felt like a very holistic management plan and um Seabold also spoke about, you know, they're going to be able to bring a lot of this back because the physio has been over there taking notes as well, which is awesome. Um, And crucially, he said it was never about getting him back faster. It was preventing these injuries and kind of what he explained, which I which I thought explained it really well. He said when you're when you're getting injured, the body's not working all together. There's something that's wrong. And so it was correcting that so that, um, you know, you're not getting these future injuries. So let's hope that the turbo is never in the garage again. (laughs) Well, I also wonder too just how much it is of getting out of the rugby league bubble. I mean, you know, the players do have the opportunity and they take off and they go on overseas trips and holidays. But getting out of the bubble, we saw it with Luttrell, um, came back getting out of the NRL bubble for a while. Tommy's now done it. Ryan Pappenhausen's now done it. So I wonder how much of a little boost that is just to get away from the day-to-day, especially at the start of the season or in Luttrell's case, mid-season. Do you reckon there's anything in that? 
Oh, yeah, of course. And, I mean, also he spends a lot of time around other clubs um, and other athletes. And so I think there's just a huge benefit in just seeing how other clubs are managed and how other athletes manage their lives and how they deal with things like media and um, and things like that. So um, I, I think there's just a huge benefit to, um, yeah, going and, and just – well, it's like with any job, right? When you mm. go to and see how someone else does anything, you can bring bring it back. Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, th- this issue, so the CBA issue we know is going on and the talks are, are starting to get heavy. Where is the reporting of the pregnancy policy for NRLW's uh, players at the moment? Because there appears to be a little bit out there that, that perhaps is not the truth and a little bit in there that perhaps is the truth. Can you give us any clarity around that? Well, I think it's really hard to have clarity over where the sticking points are on the whole CBA, really, because, um, I, you know, I think the NRL have said, well, no, they're happy with that, um, to, get, to conform with that pregnancy policy. Um, but, you know, there's other sticking points, so that's holding up the CBA. And it is really confusing to to kind of unmuddle everything and and that what they do need to do is just get in get into a room and and sort all the sticking mm. points out because I think this has been a confusing thing also for fans for the last few weeks. Even when I was talking, like I did a um, interview with Keely Davis, and she was talking uh, about how you know they're not they're not insured for a whole year of their contract, which is just that is really something that needs to be. Um, addressed because you've got girls at the moment that will not play in their state-based competitions for fear of risking an NRLW contract. So you've actually got girls that are going to go into state of origin or NRLW having barely played since the World Cup because they're not insured. So I I think, you know, there's a lot of different sticking points um, in the CBA and it, it is really hard to to pin down where the actual problems are because also you're having the RLPA come out and say, well, they're rejecting all these, these are all the things we wanted and the we're rejecting what they've put forward. Then you've got the NRL who are, they haven't been as open with their communication, particularly with the media, which you could understand, but where you don't, you just don't know where the sticking points are. I think this is going to drag on for so long though and that is the worrying thing is that they are, they seem to be, when you talk to the players that are on the RLPA and are representing and having a look at the CBA negotiations, they seem to say they are so far apart. They're not even close. And the coaches have had their say this morning in the poll that's in the News Limited papers. And, and the one that jumped out of me was half of the coaches rated the NRL's handling of the talks over the salary cap and therefore the CBA as being very bad, one out of five. On a scale of one to five, they gave them the one, very, very bad. So the coaches are in that corner. I spoke to Jason Demetrio last week on this program and and sort of put him in the middle there. I said, I can understand that you'd want to be, you're clearly in, in favour of what's good for your players, but you also, as a leading coach in the game or a coach in the game, you have to be almost essentially have a foot in the in the game itself's camp of the NRL. So it's a tough one. And for them to come out and say, 50% of them to come out and say that it's very bad shows that we've got a big issue on our hands. 
Yeah, and it is really an unusual. You would think that their alliance would sort of be more with the NRL, but you've kind of seen um, them really, the clubs really supporting the players and, you know, some um, they're not doing some media and some, um, you know, opportunities like that that promote the game. Um, so it is an interesting situation. What I think, though, that it, you need to take out of this for everyone is, is if there wasn't a fight, no one in this would be doing their job. So if a CBA got done really quickly, I actually don't think people would be doing their job properly because either you wouldn't be advocating as the RPA wouldn't be advocating as hard as they should for their players and the NRL wouldn't be as being as conservative as they should mm. for the business as a whole. So I actually think that nutting this out is not a not necessarily I know it looks really bad, but I actually don't think it is a bad thing. I actually think it's a sign of everyone's kind of doing their job. And when it gets to this point where it starts to get a bit messy and people are talking in media and there's contradicting statements of what, what's going to be accepted and what isn't, that is when it's probably gone a bit far. Agree with you on that. I think the public side of it, what the public are getting has been messy and cluttered, uh, cluttered um, and needs to be simple and straightforward. Now, before I let you go, our Wednesday takeaway this morning, Jaleesa, where we've been discussing what you wouldn't miss when it comes to the world of sports. So let me throw a couple at you and see if you wouldn't miss this. In NRL, would you miss it if they got rid of scrums? Uh, no, useless. <laughs> useless. Actually, you, just fix them. Would you miss the bunker? I would. I'd miss it for my news story. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exactly what we've been saying. Would you miss t- t- uh, Nick Kyrgios if he, if he bailed out of tennis, if he retired? Yeah, yep, I'd miss any Australian. <laughs> Final one. Would you have you ever worn and therefore actually I think I know the question because I saw you dressed up in here last week. Would you miss oh, the bucket go. hats? Uh, the bucket hats in the BBL. Would you miss the old KFC buckets? Mate, have you ever been to a BBL where it is absolutely <laughs> teeming with rain? They are the only thing that keeps me there. They Come keep on. me dry while I'm oh, sitting there miserable yeah. and it's pouring down and you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll get three overs out of watching this game. <laughs> <laughs> the bucket hat's keeping me dry. You can't get rid of the bucket hat. That's oh. outrageous. Yeah, oh, dear. All right. Good work, buddy. Nice to catch up with you. We'll speak again soon. Bye. Jaleesa Apps joining us there. I knew she'd be in favour. I, I told you. Last week came in here and Jaleesa and Jimmy were doing breakfast and it was their dress-up day and Jimmy was dressed as some sort of pirate, ACDC loving pirate. I still, I'm still kind of getting my head around that. And JA was full head to toe um, in the in the big bash gear, in the KFC gear. Full I mean, it was like walking. I don't know what it was. I, it was like, was it Eminem? I, I don't know. It was something really, really weird. Uh, but she wouldn't miss them. But wouldn't also wouldn't miss or would miss them, but wouldn't miss the scrums in rugby league scrums. It appears as though your time is up.